on the line with everybody this morning. Amen. And thank God for the opportunity to come together in unity and in love. Hallelujah. And we thank God for just being, amen, one in the spirit. Amen. We thank God for having one accord. Amen. Being on one accord this morning. Amen. Having a heart to seek after the Lord on this morning. Amen. And so I want to just pray. Amen. Then get into the word. Amen. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this Saturday morning. Thank you for this time of sacrificing in your presence. And God, we come to command our entire weekend, God, as we come together in your presence this morning, God, in the name of Jesus. And we just ask you, Lord, that you would be in our midst, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would minister to us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give us ears to hear what your spirit is saying. Father, we ask that you would bless every person, no matter what state that they are in, Lord, in their homes, with their family members. We ask you to move. We ask you to minister. We ask you to speak. We ask you to tear down every stronghold, God, in the name of Jesus. And God, we just give you praise and honor. We thank you for your word taking authority over the airwaves on this morning. We thank you, Father, that everything that's not like you must come subject to the name of Jesus. And Father, we just give you glory and honor. We magnify your name, oh God, in the name of Jesus for being in our midst today. Thank you for giving us a mind to get up and pray. Thank you, Father, hallelujah, that we are alive today. Thank you for our life. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for every testimony, oh God, that we have, oh God, because of your goodness, because of your mercy, because of your long suffering. And God, we just magnify you today, God. In the name of Jesus, and we ask you, Lord, hallelujah, God, that you would just move in our midst right now. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify your name, God. We exalt you today, Father, because nobody else is worthy to be praised but you. So we thank you today, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We praise God this morning. Amen. We're going to the word of God. Amen. We want to honor the Lord. Amen. Praise God for your pastor. Amen. Thank God for Pastor Brown. Amen. We honor God for her. Amen. And we're looking forward to being there. Amen. We're actually on the road right now. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we are looking forward to being there with you all for service on tomorrow. Praise God. Amen. And, and as we are coming down the highway, amen, and getting ourselves, amen, geared up, amen, to be in fellowship and to see each other and to break bread and to, amen, be able to love on each other in Jesus' name, amen, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to share with you on this morning. So we want to go to the word, amen, and this morning we're going to the book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Amen. And please don't just take my word for it. I hope that you get your Bible, get your Bible app. Amen. Open up your Bible. Amen. And let's look into the word. Don't just take my word for it. Don't just say, well, it's early. You know what I'm saying? If you up, come on, grab that Bible. Hallelujah. So you can see what God's word says. Glory to God. So we're going to Ephesians chapter five. Amen. We're going to um, pan down to verse 15. Hallelujah. Well, let me start at verse 12 and then we'll go from there. Amen. Ephesians 5, and we're going to start at verse 12. And it says, For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, 
but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Amen. And I want to switch. Amen. I want to read out of the uh, message version. Amen. Hallelujah. The same chapter. Amen. I want to read from the message. Amen. And it says that it's starting at the 11th verse. Hallelujah. In the message Bible. And it says, don't waste your time on useless work. Mere busy work. The barren pursuits of darkness. Expose these things for the sham that they are. It's a scandal when people waste their lives on things they must do in darkness where no one else will see it. Rip the cover off of these frauds and see how attractive they look in the light of Christ. Wake up from your sleep. Climb out of your coffins. Christ will show you the light. So watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. Don't drink too much wine. That cheapens your life. Drink the Spirit of God. Huge drops of Him. Sing hymns instead of drinking songs. Sing hymns instead of drinking. Sing songs from your heart to Christ. Sing praises over everything. Any excuse for a song to God, the Father, in the name of our Master, Jesus Christ. Out of the respect for Christ, be courteously reverent to one another. Amen. And we thank God, amen, that the reading of the word is already blessed. Amen. And I want to take, amen, a thought from uh, the 15th verse. Amen. Amen. And the scripture tells us, amen, that we should redeem the time because the days are evil. Amen. And we have the tendency to waste our life on things that don't matter. We have the tendency, you know what I'm saying, to not really put we know as believers what we should be doing you know we know what we should be doing we know how we should be spending our time we know amen just like you know days like today knowing that it's time for us to get in prayer knowing that it's a sacrifice we'll get up early in the morning to go to our job but we won't get up early to pray We'll get up early in the morning to go make, you know, to get on a road trip or, you know what I'm saying, or to go to the beach or to go to family reunion. You know, it's summertime. We're going on vacation and all the rest of that stuff. And all those things are good and they have their place. Okay. But the problem is when we do those things, but yet we don't put the same weight on us serving the Lord and being in prayer and seeking God. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, amen, how that we should walk, amen, circumspectly. Amen. Walk as wise people. Amen. Not as fools. When you read in Ephesians 5, you'll see that this is what these verses are telling us. How we're supposed to carry ourselves as believers. But instead, we find ourselves 
being caught up with so much other stuff, so many other different things, so many things, amen, to keep us occupied. We'll spend time working hours and hours and hours on our job, but we want to give God five minutes. Hallelujah. And, and that's a problem for us because in essence, we end up wasting our life and not, you know what I'm saying, redeeming the time. And, and, you know, when we look at that word in the Greek, it really means to buy back time. So, you know, you have to be able to buy back some of your time from God so that you can be able to accomplish the things that he's called you to do. Amen. We take, we put a lot of stock in, you know, making sure that we watch our favorite television show. We won't answer our phone. We won't go to the bathroom. We don't want to talk to nobody in the house. We will tell everybody, be quiet. Don't disturb me. I'm watching my show. I'm watching my movie. But do we have the same tenacity about getting in the presence of the Lord and telling them, don't call me. I'm getting in prayer. Don't talk to me. Don't disturb me. I'm getting in prayer. Do we redeem the time for the presence of God like we redeem the time? For us to do what we want to do. And so, you know, when we read in this, Paul is talking to the Ephesians church, you know, the church of Ephesus. And he's trying to help them to understand, don't be fools. Don't be foolish in what you're doing. Amen. Live your life in the light of eternity. That's what we need to be doing. Understanding, praise God, that, amen, when we leave this place... We got to give an account to God for everything that we have done. What did you do with your mornings? What do you do with your days? If you're a stay-at-home mom or if you just stay at home, what do you do all day? Amen. Are you just sleeping all day? That's a frivolous use of your time. Are you just watching TV all day? That's a frivolous use of your time. That's not redeeming your time. Listen to me. Nobody is that tired that you got to sleep all day every day. You got to be able to get up and do something, amen, with your time. You got to be able to take the time that God has given you and use it wisely. So often people get to the end of their life and then they want to, you know, bargain with God. Lord, if you just give me one more year. God, if you give me six more months. Father, if you just heal my body or let me live long enough to see my grandchildren. And let me live long enough to see my kids grow up. And all of these things we want to bargain with God when we wasted the time that he gave us and we did not redeem what we had. We did not, amen, respect and honor Hallelujah, the time that God had allotted for us so that we could use it for his glory. So what are you doing with your day? What are you doing with your time? Amen. You 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 might be in a frenzy of activity doing 9,000 different things, but is God getting glory out of those 9,000 things? How about this? Is God getting glory out of one of those things that you are doing? Amen. This, when Paul is talking to them, he said, wake up from your sleep because when you sleep, you're not aware of what you're doing. You're not aware of your surroundings. You're not aware of what's going on around you. So if you are asleep spiritually, then that means that you don't even realize how much time you're wasting. If you're not aware of your spiritual surroundings, and when you read in, in the King James, it tells us that we should understand what the will of the Lord is in these verses. And that word understand 
amen, means to possess spiritual intelligence. So do you have any spiritual intelligence? Are you, amen, hallelujah, smarter than the average believer? Amen. Or are you just like the average believer? Amen. Do you have enough, amen, spiritual sense to be able to know that there's an urgency in this hour and I don't have time to waste. I don't have time to waste with the wrong people, in the wrong relationships, with the wrong conversations, in the wrong environment, on the wrong job, in the wrong church, you know what I'm saying, doing the wrong things, thinking the wrong things. You don't have time for that because when you are spiritually intelligent, you understand that there is a time stamp on everything that God has given us to do. And you are responsible for the time as a steward, amen, of the life that God has given you. You're responsible. So wake up out of your sleep. Stop making excuses. Well, goodness gracious, Apostle Fred, it's six o'clock in the morning. And you know what I'm saying? I didn't even get up yet. And you sound like you fussed at me. No, I need you to understand how urgent it is that you use your life wisely, that you be a good steward over what God has given you, that you stop making excuses because my sister and my brother, when you stand before God, there's not going to be any room for your excuses. God is not going to ask you, you know what I'm saying? Well, I gave you five more minutes. What you do with that five more minutes? No, he's going to open the books. The scripture says that the books are going to be open. So when he opens the book and we got to give an account for the deeds done in our body, when we have to give an account for what did you do with your block of 24 hours that was given to you so that you could glorify God. And he asked you what you do with it. And all you can say is, I slept. I worked. I took care of my family. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's those are wonderful things in their place. Hallelujah. But you can't spend your whole life giving your life on the altar of your bed or giving your life on the altar of your job, giving your life on the altar of ripping and running down the highway. You know what I'm saying? Following after this relationship, trying to get a hold of that relationship, trying to make sure you got this or trying to make sure you got that. You need to make sure that you are doing what God wants you to do. That's what you need to be doing. You need to be redeeming the time so that you don't waste your life. You need to ensure that you fulfill your assignment. And listen to me, it's nobody else's responsibility but yours. You can say, but I'm waiting on God. Really? God's waiting on you. You already know what the word says. You already know what you're supposed to do. At least get the ball rolling. Amen. At least start positioning yourself to do those things that God has called you to do has called you to do. At least, amen, start getting your mindset, you know what I'm saying, in, in the right place. Start changing your thinking so that, amen, you can start thinking like where you should be going. Amen. So that you can start thinking like where you should be in the spirit. That's what we got to learn how to do. And we are people that is just lazy. I'm sorry. I love you. I, and I should have said I love you in the beginning so that you would believe me before I started talking. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. However, I do love God's people. But listen to me. We got too much leisure time. We make far too much time for leisure. Can I tell you something? The more time you rest doing nothing, the more time you're going to want to rest to do nothing. Because this flesh does not like responsibility. 
Your flesh, my flesh, anybody else's flesh, we, all of our flesh is the same. If we could get by without really having to be responsible, without having to carry no weight, we would get by and do just that. We move when it's convenient for us, when there's something in it for us, if it means we're going to get some glory, if it means we're going to get paid, if it means somebody's going to see my name in lights, we start moving then. But what about when you got to put your nose to the grind, put your shoulder to the plow, and ain't nobody clapping? What about when don't nobody know what you're doing in the background but God? Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, amen, hallelujah, that those things that we do in secret, God is going to reward us openly. So I want to encourage you today. Amen. Know that God, amen, is not unjust to forget your labor of love, whatever it is that you have been laboring for, but let's not waste any more time. You know, it is already the end of, we, we are almost at the end of the year. We're, we're past the halfway mark. What things did you say you were going to do on January 1st, December 31st? And here we are on August, what's today, the, the 6th? August 5th, August 5th. Here we are August 5th and you still haven't done it. Jesus. You still haven't done it. Whose fault is it? We love to point fingers at other people. We love to blame somebody else for why we are not where we should be. We love to say, but it was the devil and he hindered me. Listen to me, child of God. You have the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The Spirit of God is on the inside of you. There is not anything that you cannot accomplish by the grace of God. The Bible says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So if you can do all things through Christ, amen, stop saying, I, I would have, I could have, I should have. I don't know why I didn't. Listen to me. Redeem the time. Buy it back. Get on par. Stop making excuses. Get busy for God. Don't just get in a frenzy of activity, but get busy for God. Find out what it is that you should be doing. Amen. As we come together in prayer, as we come, amen, seeking God. Amen. If you don't know what you should be doing, then we need to get in God's face and ask him, God, what do you want me to do? Show me how to do this thing. Show me how to bring this thing to pass. Show me how to work this vision. Show me how to operate in the gifts that you have given me. Show me how to be effective. Show me, oh God, that whatever you have put on the inside of me, that I do it with all my heart. Doesn't the scripture tell us that everything that we do, amen, that we should do it as unto the Lord? And we're supposed to do it with fervor. We're supposed to do it with everything that is in us. Hallelujah. So Let's give God our best. Let's give God everything we have. Let's get back to our commitment. Let's get back, amen, to the place of urgency in the spirit. Let's get back, amen, to our praying, to our fasting, to getting a hold of God, amen, to keeping our word, to being busy for the kingdom of God, preaching the gospel to every creature, whoever you come in contact with, amen. Let's get back to that place. Let's awake out of sleep and redeem the time. That is the will of God 
for us. No more poor choices. No more wasting time on relationships with people who ain't going nowhere. The Bible says, how could two walk together except they be agreed? If you know that you got a desire to do something for God and the folks that are around you are like a bunch of slugs just slugging along, you need to separate yourself. You need to separate yourself because you cannot allow yourself to come into agreement with folks who don't have a desire to do more for God. Because guess what? Somebody's going to convert the other person. Somebody's going to end up being a convert. And if you're not converting them to get busy for Jesus, guess what, boo? You don't, you don't become a convert of theirs. And so you're going to have to get around folks who got some fire. Hallelujah. You're going to have to get around some folks that, amen, that are zealous for God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says a little leaven, leaven of the whole lump. That's a good thing and a bad thing. It's not just all negative, but there's a good side to that leaven. Let me get around somebody, amen, that know how to how to get how to blow up a little bit in the Holy Ghost. Let me get around somebody, amen, hallelujah, that that amen, know how to infect whatever I got with what they got. Hallelujah. And that's essentially what happens. Amen. That bacteria in that yeast, amen, that leaven spreads throughout the entire lump. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and because it spreads, it causes everything to rise. You cannot be around somebody who has power like that in their life and you stay the same. So let's get about our father's business. Let's redeem the time. Whatever it is that God has called you to do. Whatever it is, not just what God called you to do, what you know you should be doing in your everyday life. Because when we do everything as unto the Lord, that means that everything we do becomes ministry. It becomes an opportunity to glorify God. It becomes an opportunity for us to lift up Jesus and for him to be magnified through us. We know we live in a time today where people do not want to even, they don't want to read no Bible. They don't want to talk about no Bible. This culture that we live in hates the God that we serve. They hate God. Ain't no two ways about it. They hate God. And so if we're going to show them what God is really like, we're going to have to have real relationship with him. We're going to have to allow the spirit of God to infect our spirit, to get a hold of us and to spread Hallelujah. Amen. And we can't make excuses for that. So let's redeem the time. Let's do what we're supposed to do. Let's wake up out of our slumber. Let's get about fulfilling our assignment and walking in obedience to God. Hallelujah. And loving Jesus with all our heart, with all our mind, with all of our strength. As you go through this weekend, hallelujah. Amen. Take this time this weekend to renew your thoughts, renew your mind, renew your dedication with God. That's how you buy back the time. Amen. It's by going back to your first love. And we all have at some point gotten lazy. At some point we've all made excuses. At some point we've all given ourselves a pass that we really should not have given ourselves when we really should have been, you know what I'm saying? Grinding in the spirit, putting our, putting our shoulder to the plow in the spirit, really reaching out after God. We just like, you know, laid back in the cut. It's like, well, you know, God got me. No, get back to the place where you know you should be. Set your affections back on God. Hallelujah. We have heard enough prophetic words to, to take us to glory. You don't need another prophecy. You need to start doing what God has already spoken to you. 
You need to start walking in what God has declared over you because you done heard it enough. You done had 20 confirmations. Amen. Hallelujah. You done heard it in English and you heard it in tongues. You don't need to hear it again. Get out and do what God has called you to do. Redeem the time. Buy it back. Be wise with your time. Amen. And glorify God. Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you, Father, for these, your people that's on the line. I pray for every one of us. I pray, God, that you will cause us, God, to redeem the time. Forgive us for every moment that we wasted with frivolous things, frivolous people, frivolous activity in the name of Jesus. We ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, that you will cause our hearts to be set ablaze again. Give us an urgency down on the inside that we would not waste another moment moment, but that we will use every moment that you have given to us so that we will glorify your name in the name of Jesus, that we would take heed to what the scripture says, that we would God, that we would be anxious for nothing, but we would have our hearts set on you, that our mind would be set on you, that we would begin to seek you with everything that is in us, and that we would not make excuses for this flesh. We plead the blood against this flesh. We curse the works of this flesh right now in the name of Jesus, and everything and every excuse that we have made that has stood in the way, every desire that is that is in us that's not like you, we ask you to purge us this morning, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that on this Saturday morning. We mark the day on the calendar that today on August 5th, we declare and decree over us that we are taking our life back in Jesus name. We're taking our spiritual walk back in Jesus name. We're taking out, oh God, and we're declaring over ourselves that we will walk with spiritual authority, that we will be spiritually intelligent, that we will not lack in any area, but that we will have ears to hear and eyes to see and hearts to perceive and that we will walk in power and authority and that the glory of the Lord will rest upon us and we give you praise we give you glory and we magnify you for it right now and we thank you God that it is so and so it is and even those things that we don't know to ask for we commit our way to you and we trust in you because your word declares that you will you. bring it to pass and we thank you for it right now in Jesus name amen and amen God bless you. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. Insured by NCUA. It's time for pumpkin flavors and new fall favorites at Dunkin'. And also some tough decisions. Like, do I want a signature pumpkin spice ice latte? A brand new oat milk latte? A new chai latte? Or a pumpkin iced coffee? Oh, and the bakery. Do I want a pumpkin donut or... Uh, there are other people behind you in this drive-thru. Oh, uh, I'll just take it all. Okay. It's all the cozy you crave at Dunkin'. Pumpkin favorites and new fall additions, like new creamy without the dairy oat milk lattes and the signature pumpkin spice ice latte, plus more. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.